TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Uh, let's go to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. And we're going to bring in Greg Schwartz of the Bleacher Report. How you doing, Greg? Hey, thanks for having me on this morning. Hey, man, let's get to it, man. You know, I texted you last night. I texted you. I said, listen, man. What's going on, man? You, you, what you think of the trade? And you, my good sir, you you didn't use like, man, I hate to trade. Now, here's the crazy part about it. I have not heard you say hate in any, <laughs> any specific, no specific trade deal, uh, draft pick. I have not heard you say hate. Break it down for me. Why? Uh, this is a bad deal. Bring it in. Uh, Lori Marketing. A guy that can shoot it, guys, uh, you know, has some length. Um, definitely has some scoring punch to the table. Um, why do you not like this deal uh, in terms of what they gave up in Larry Nance Jr.? Go. All right, I'm. I'm I'll start out with the positive. Um, clearly, the Cavs needed shooting. You know, that that's that's no mystery at all. Um, that's something that they've admitted they needed to add. And you know, marketing. Um, you know, on the surface is. A good shooter, you look at it, oh, he shot 40% from three last year. Cavs were dead last in three-point shooting. Okay, I get it. They needed to add that skill. Um, but I was of the opinion we, we were looking for that skill in a, in a wing, you know, because we have Isaac Okoro, who's this, you know, fantastic defensive prospect, but he's, he may never shoot more than, like, you know, 31 32% from three. He's not a good three-point shooter. So I thought we were looking for shooting from the wing. Um, if we don't buy out Kevin Love and we keep him, which um, report out today from Cleveland.com says that the Cavs are not uh, in any hurry to buy him out, that's, that's basically what Kevin Love does. <laughs> he's a three-point shooter and he, he rebounds. Um, he's obviously very overpaid at that amount, but that's, you know, we, we have a big that can shoot. And if they're not planning on buying him out, um, you know, we, we have that skill set. You know, whether or not he stays healthy or not is, is a question. But I, the fact that we were going to get Larry Markinen, I, I was okay with that. Um, I, I thought, you know, okay, we have, we have the future of our front court is already in place. We have Jared Allen, who we just gave a, a five-year, $100 million contract. We're paying him $20 million a year to be our center. You draft Evan Mobley with a third overall pick. Okay, he's your power forward for the future. So if you're getting Larry Markinen, he's going to be a backup. He's never going to be a starter for you, and you're paying him like a starter. You're giving him $17 million a year for the next four years. And at this point in free agency, I just thought, you know, I kind of had his number maybe pegged at like $50 million, 
over four years, you know, maybe you get them for like 48, maybe $12 million a year, something like that. The fact that you had to give him $67 million over four years and he's going to be your backup. And if, and if you keep Kevin Love, where, where does this rotation make sense? Where, okay, Mobley is, you know, even if he doesn't start from day one, he's going to be your starter. Um, you're going to have to play Kevin Love. You can't just bench him entirely because if you do that, why not just buy him out? And then you've got Mark in him. And Mark in it, you could, you could put him at center theoretically. He's a terrible rim protector. He's not a good defender. A guy shot over 60% when he was defending the rim last year. He blocked like a shot every three games. He's, he's not a good defensive prospect. Um, so I just thought, number one, that's an overpay. And number two, the fact that you for years, you know, Kobe Altman's been up there and every head coach he's hired has been up there. And what have they preached since day one of their rebuild? Well, we've, we've, you know, we've got to build a culture. We've got to build a culture. It's, it's all about culture, and we're going to have this culture. Larry Nance Jr. was your culture. That, that was it. You didn't have a culture when you're changing coaches every year and a half. You don't have a culture when every veteran on your team, you're losing in free agency or you're trading. The Andre Drummond experiment, you bring him in at the trade deadline, and then you buy him out less than a year later. You can't establish a culture when you keep changing the roster over. Larry Nance was like that one guy who, okay, he's 28. He's still young-ish, but he still has enough years under his belt where he can be that leader, that mentor, that guy that guys go to. He was the one that was taking rookies to Brown's training camp. He was the one that was organizing activities. He was the guy that when I would be in the locker room and I'd talk to Colin and I'd talk to Darius and I'd say, who's been helping you the most? Larry was the guy that they'd always come out. They wouldn't say Kevin Love. They wouldn't say whoever else. They would go to Larry. He was that guy. He was that mentor. And I have all these people on Twitter, well, he only averaged nine points and six rebounds a game. We won't make That's so stupid. You, you don't win in this league unless you have veterans and mentors and leaders in your locker room. You cannot have a starting lineup of guys that are averaging 21 years in age and expect to finish anywhere but the bottom of the league. You have to keep guys like Larry. You don't have a lot of guys that want to play in Cleveland and love Cleveland and embrace Cleveland. I don't care if he averaged two points a game. Look at the Miami Heat. They brought back Udonis Haslam. He doesn't even play. But he's such an important part, part to their culture and their winning environment. You need guys like that. Now if you buy out Kevin Love, you have one veteran on the team in Ricky Rubio. And he's never played a game for you. And he's going into free agency. Where is the leadership? Where is the culture? Where is the the guys that are going to hold the young guys accountable and show them what it takes to be a pro. We don't have that. We had that in Larry, who was a good player, who was a good defender, who could pass, who could rebound, who was a good three-point shooter, who made himself a good three-point shooter. I just don't understand why we gave him up, Well, here's, especially here's, when they've had other offers. I just uh, well, here, here, I, I, I don't get it. There, there's a lot of things that could come with Larry Nance. I think a lot of them you, we're talking about intangibles here. Here's here's my here's my issue, right? I never believed 
that the Cavs were were in it for, you know, you know culture or we're going to need to build it the right way. Because here's the thing. If they were going to be about those things and principles, it's about what you do and what you say. They've said they've been about that life. But mm-hmm. you can't be about that life and then in the same sentence say, well, we're not going to pay Kevin Love off. Whoa, 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 hey, whoa, what do you mean you're not going to pay? You're not going to buy him out. No, we have no plans on buying him out. If it was about culture, if it was about any of that, you would have got rid of Kevin Love and said, listen, we don't care. We'll have to eat that money. We signed the contract, whatever the case may be. The market isn't there for him. We got to get him up out of here because at the end of the day, he doesn't. he's not fitting the culture. And you just spoke about it. This is a guy who is your this is your holdover from your championship years. We talk about Udonis Haslam, right? Udonis Haslam, yeah, he's coming back. He's the holdover from the Miami years. But look at the difference in the way Udonis Haslam carries himself and the way Kevin Love carries himself. So, and you paying Kevin Love crazy amounts of money to just not be a good leader. So my thought process is this. Yes, if you were, if they were about that, I would look at them and scratch my head and be like, man, well, why would you get rid of, you know, Larry Nance and do, doing this? For me, I think they're lying. I think they're going to eventually have to move their hand and say, marketing is going to fill the same position as Kevin Love. And we got either you got those two guys or you don't. At the end of the day, I think marketing is a younger version of what Kevin Love is, and they will they will move on with Kevin Love, whether they can get money or, or anything in return. Let me ask you something from, from this perspective. If you look at marketing, we talked about it. What is the difference in, I mean, he is a guy who, who did average 18 points uh, a, a game at one point in time. He could shoot the, shoot the ball. What is the difference between what you see in his game and what he was projected to be um, in terms of, you know, upside to what you see him be in actual life? Yeah, I mean, he was the seventh overall pick in the draft um, in 2017. He was the top 10 pick. Um, he was one of those key pieces that was part of the Jimmy Butler trade. Um, you know, originally that pick was from the Minnesota Timberwolves and we got shipped to the Chicago Bulls for Jimmy Butler. And then Chicago got Zach Levine in that deal too. And like, he was supposed to be the guy. He was supposed to be the starting power forward for this rebuild in Chicago. And it just didn't work out because he didn't develop any more skills. He's tall. He can shoot. He can put the ball on the floor a little bit. He's not a great, like take you off the dribble guy. Um, But there's just, he just didn't develop the rest of his game. So when Chicago and, and Morgan and his agent were talking about a, an extension uh, in the in the last off season, it was reported at the time they were about four million dollars per year apart in their talks. So if Morgan is if that's what he wanted, if he wanted seventeen million, and the Bulls were like, well, no, we, we, you're not worth that. What does that tell you? If Chicago, who, you know, the team that got him as a rookie and was developing him and he was supposed to be part of that core was like, oh, we, we don't even want to pay you that. And then they bench him this season and then they, they eventually trade him. I mean, like that, that scares me a little bit. Like, you know, Chicago was kind of in a place where Cleveland is now where they were a couple years ago. And he was supposed to be the guy for him. And he just, he's not. He doesn't rebound at a high level. He's not a defender. He's not a rim protector. He can stand and shoot. And people say, well, he shot 
40% from three last year. That's true. In his first three years, guess what he shot? 35%. Guess what Larry Nance shot last year? About 35%. So you know, you look at last year and you're like, well, I hope that's what's going to continue. But everything else in his career has pointed to that's not going to continue. Um, about 70% of his shots last year came off uh, a pass, came off an assist from a teammate. He's not a guy that is going to create for himself. He's going to need a guy like Darius Garland to set him up. He's going to need Ricky Rubio to set him up. And his job is to space the floor and shoot off the bench. And if you're fine paying that guy $17 million, uh, I guess that's fine. I, I think that's an overpay. And people say, well, the Cavs need shooting. Well, the Cavs also need defense. The last three years, Cleveland has ranked dead last, dead last, and 25th in team defense. And you just gave up Nance, who was one of, if not your best defender on that team. So, yeah, your shooting got a little bit better, but all these other areas got worse. And, and like I said, don't, don't talk to me about culture and building something here and building something special when you just traded your main culture piece because I'm not going to buy it. Now, let me ask you this question, too. Um, in, in terms of Larry Nance, does it does it seem like, do you think injuries could have played a role in this? I mean, Larry Nance has not been – he's not been very durable over the last two seasons, um, and we know what Kevin Love's history is. Do you think that the Cavs said, look, we can go into next season and we can, we can keep Kevin Love, we can keep Larry Nance, but they haven't shown over the track record over the first two years or the two years that Larry Nance or three years that he's been here, he hasn't been very durable. Uh, do you believe that that plays some sort of role in their decision-making as to why they're not – they weren't upset about what Larry Nance gave you. It's about his availability and, and, and what he is as a person being able to be healthy uh, for the long term. Well, I think that's fair to question. Absolutely. Um, I think it's one thing – you know, I wouldn't compare – Nance to love in terms of durability. Yeah, I would. I, think, I, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't compare love, Kevin Love to anybody when it comes to durability. Well, <laughs> That's a shot. That's a shot right, in the back. Right, right. right? Um, Love's about to turn 33 in early September. Um, obviously, the two of the last three years, he's missed the majority of the season. So, yeah, you and, and I, I guess when I look at Love, I don't look at him as being part of this team moving forward. So I, I, I take him out. Even if he's under contract, I don't look at him as being part of this core moving forward. Gotcha. Um, so with Nance, did he have durability concerns? Sure. He had a couple, like, freak injuries, like with his hand, his finger in his hand um, last year where he had to miss time. But And I had a lot of you know people on Twitter say, oh, Nance wasn't durable, and he only played. Have you seen Laurie Markkinen's <laughs> game walk? Um, the last three years he's played 52 50 and 51 games. So he's missing 20 to 30 games per year on average. So don't, don't come to, to me and say like, well, we, we got rid of Nance because he wasn't durable. Well, Markkinen hasn't been real durable either. You know, it's not like we're getting prime Tristan Thompson here where he's not, you know, going five straight years and never missing a game. Like there's injury concerns with the new guy here as well. So yeah, I get, yeah, Nance missed some time and that stinks, but, you know, for him, it's not like like a Kevin Love situation where, okay, every year, you know, okay, he's out with calf soreness now, and, you know, a four-week injury turns into an eight-week injury. I, I, you know, I don't think those two are comparable situations. It wouldn't surprise me at all if Larry plays, you know, 78 of the 82 games for Portland this year. Um, so I, that, to me, is uh, not a concern. Um, one, one kind of cool thing about it, I remember media day a couple years ago, I asked Larry if, 
if he and T.J. McCollum would ever, you know, kind of do a Browns podcast or something together like we see, you know, some players getting into the podcast world now. Um, and now they're teammates, so maybe they can give us uh, some good Cleveland Browns content. Um, happy for Larry, and I, I think Portland's going to be a really good uh, environment for him out there too. You know, and here's – and I'll say this. Um, I think one of the, the biggest blows is the fact that um, – let's not glaze over the fact that, you know, Larry Nance Jr. is a is a great guy. Like, he's a – he's like uh, – he's, a, he's, a, he's totally cool. He's like a pro's pro. He's a guy that you don't ever have to worry about him not playing. He says the right stuff. He's always – he's always giving, you know, interviews. He, he does a lot. So I think one of the things that we see a lot of times is if you're on a bad team, there's a lot of guys on a bad team that you could care less if they moved on. But if you got right. a guy who's trying to do the right stuff on a bad team and he has lineage, his father is a good guy, it's kind of hard to see those guys walk. Absolutely. And, you know, this year he was a finalist for the, the NBA Cares Community Assist Award. Um, Bleach Report, the company I work for, uh, gave him their community award winner um, just for all of his work with small businesses. You talk about 72 games, 72 times. He represented a local business, a small locally owned business where he wore their shirt, gave them free advertising. Um, even if he wasn't playing that game, he arranged with somebody on the team to donate their jersey, to auction it off, to raise money for that. And you could, you know, you could say like, well, that's not a reason not to trade a guy. I get it. You can separate those two. But it's not like you had to trade him. He was under contract for the next two years. He was on a contract that went down in value. The final year, he was only making $9 million. That's a fantastic value. And for everything he brought um, as your culture piece, and the fact that you, you know, not only traded him, but you, this team needed wing help. Like, that's, if you were going to trade him, you know, it was probably going to be like to Memphis or Dylan Brooks or somebody that's going to shoot threes and play the wing for you. Now one of your prime trade assets is gone, and you just added another overpaid big man to a team that you're already paying Kevin Love $30 million, and you can say, well, you know, we might not have Kevin Love. Well, you still are going to have to pay him the next two years. You're not going to trade him, so you're going to have to buy him out, and then you're paying Jared Allen $20 million, and then in a couple of years you're probably, if everything goes well, you're going to max out Evan Mobley. So I guess I just – I nobody's going to talk me into this trade. Um, I, I like Laurie Markkinen and his shooting ability, but he's not as good of an overall player as Larry Nance is. And if you're talking about culture, uh, the Cavs culture just took a huge hit yesterday with that trade. Hey, I appreciate you. We will get to um, you. We'll get to you uh, again. Thank you. Thank you so much, Greg Shorts, for coming on with me today. And we'll talk to you again very soon. All right. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Uh, that's Greg Schwartz on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Highline. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.